You're listening to Uncle Mark's Football Show with Justin. This is week four, episode three. It's going to be like that the whole season, folks. We're a week behind, and we don't care. Justin, what's up, man? What's up, guys? Hello to all to all our listeners. Guys, you. guys and girls, we don't want to exclude the ladies. Listen, we are like the NFL. We uh, are, are all-inclusive. Children, ladies, um, non-binary, people that identify as them, they, whatever. We're all-inclusive. So don't just say, hey, guys. Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. Okay. What is happening with you? Are you still licking your wounds from the absolute thrashing the Bucks took from the Chiefs? Um. Yeah, I would say that, that hurt pretty pretty bad um you know i i'd like to point out that the bucks allowed 17 points off turnovers most notably fumbling the opening kickoff uh to which the chiefs responded with a touchdown on the very first play of the game Uh, um so you lose by 10 you give up 17 on turnovers i you know i take away a silver lining for the bucks that they put up 31 on the chiefs pretty good a lot of it in garbage time i mean they were never really in the game. The closest they ever were was down 11, 28, 17 at the half. Um, you know, you can clearly see that they're they're a team that's not healthy. Um, and it's going to they, they have a nice stretch coming up of some soft games. Uh, and I think my final comment that I'd like to make about the Bucks is that Patrick Mahomes is unbelievable. I've now seen him in person. I've seen Josh Allen in person and. As far as I can say, there is no comparison. Mahomes is just unbelievable what he does out there. Okay. Yeah, I mean, listen, the Chiefs, they're uh, they're a very good team. What are you going to do? Like you said, 17 points on turnovers, you lose by 10. Uh, you clear up the mistakes, and uh, maybe you win that game. You know, and, and you got that fumbled kickoff return, sets a poor tone. Um, I don't know why the Bucks had the option to defer and they chose to receive the ball to open the game, which was very strange to me. You would, I don't know why you would ever do that. Um, and then really of any of the, the gaffes that they had, uh, they kicked the ball out of bounds uh, towards the end of the game. In fact, if you look at the box score, the last field goal the Chiefs scored to make it 41 at that point, it was 38, 28 and the Bucks were really, really like building some momentum. Um, I don't know, it was probably like nine minutes to go in the fourth quarter. So it would have been tight, but there. And lo and behold, the Bucks, the Bucks go down, they score their touchdown, and on the ensuing kickoff, this jerk-off kicks it out of bounds. And uh, Chiefs go right down, get the field goal. And really, you know, it was thir- it was 38-31 when that happened. Gave them the opportunity to um, – actually, excuse me, that's all fucking wrong. But uh, it was like 38-24 or something like that. And he kicks it out of bounds. They go down, get the field goal, make it 41. At that point, it was over. Just a really shitty um, error. And, and if you're going to beat the best teams in the league, you can't do that, you know? Yeah, that's the thing. You have to minimize, if not eliminate, all mistakes. And those kind of stupid, shitty mistakes, kicking off out of bounds, fumbling, you know, a, a, a kick return, all, all terrible shit. Uh, tip drills into interceptions, all of that kind of shit. Very, very frustrating. Uh, shows a bit of a lack of discipline. And um, it's really unnecessary. And that's, again, when you're playing against the best teams in the league, you can't do that shit at all. 
last last comment to the Bucks. I found out today that um, both we Tom all know that's Giselle not true, but okay, go ahead. Have hired divorce attorneys, and um, that's it. The Super Bowl's out the window for the Bucks. Wasted season. He should fucking retire now. Wow, is that true? I, you know, John sent me that off of Twitter or some shit, and uh, you know, yeah, I guess so. Gazelle has had enough. Gazelle has had enough. Because, you know why? Because, what what's their record now? Two and two. Two and two. She's not going to She's not gonna deal with a mediocre quarterback leading a mediocre team. He's not playing mediocre by any stretch. That's I mean, two, got, they're two and two. That's the definition of mediocre. So she's like, all right, I'm going to uh, slip into Patrick Mahomes' DMs. I'm going to slip into my Lamar Jackson's DMs. All right, good one. Yuck, yuck. Let's do this. Come on, keep it moving. <laughs> all right. Um, all right, so what else you got? Let's let's talk about the week that was. Yeah, let's talk about the week that was. And what I thought the best game of the weekend was Jets-Steelers. Really? You thought that was the best game of the weekend? I thought that was the best game of the weekend, yeah. Absolutely. Um, you know, the Jets, a historically atrocious franchise. Yep. Sit at 2-2 two and two after one month. And while right. I know your beloved Steelers took the L, and we're going to get to that, the Jets have found themselves in uh, almost back-to-back -back weeks in the biggest game for them in the last half decade. They wound up blowing it to the Bengals, right, going to one and two. Zach Wilson comes off his injury, and he rallies the Jets to, to a, a wildly improbable win on the road um, and now has them positioned. I mean, you look at their schedule upcoming. I if you, if you We'll get to the Steelers and where they're going to go for the rest of the year, but no matter what, I still think they are phenomenally tough draw at home, right? The Jets get the Dolphins at home with Tua injured, on the road to the Packers, on the road to the Broncos, Patriots, then Bills. All four of those teams are suspect, the Dolphins, Packers, Broncos, and Patriots. I don't know. I'm I'm interested to see how close the Jets can get to the 500 line or straddle that line throughout the season. And as we saw last year, you can get in the playoffs with a sub-500 record. Why not? Yeah, I think Zach Wilson proved himself um... – to be resilient and elusive, and he threw some good passes. You know, we weren't sure what his uh, condition was going to be based on his past performance. Has not been good. But he came out and he rallied the team. He brought them back from a slight deficit to uh, pull ahead and win the game. The um, I think the story of the game here is just that, you know, how the Jets have been able to come back late in games and hang in uh, and sometimes grab the win. Yeah, I mean, he had no line. He he made one glaring error, which was that overthrow right before the half when they were looking to lay up for the field goal, try to right. make it 13-3. Instead, they pick it off, run it back, and the Steelers get the field goal and make it 10-6. But he played exceedingly well. But let's flip it over to the Steelers' side, and let's just kind of dive in the numbers there, right? So Trubisky... In his uh, time on the field was 7 I'm of 13. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Bisky. It's Bisky. Was 7 of 13 for 84 yards. Um, he threw a pick. You know, he took a couple deep shots, which were right on the money. They just uh, were well defended. I, I don't know how better to say that. And he really didn't do anything that would make you move one way or the other. Lo and behold, I guess the offense... 
coordinator felt it was time for a change or Tomlin felt it was time for a change and in comes Kenny Pickett. Um, Correct. You know, Pickett ran for two TDs, no doubt, but he was 10 for 13 for a buck 20 with three interceptions. Um, and I can see that ESPN today reported he'll be the starter going forward. I just, yes, he will. you know, we talked about this kind of offline a couple times. I don't know that Kenny Pickett makes the Steelers any better. Um, and, and because he's going to be forced to, to play with a, a, a mediocre to below average offensive line in an offense that doesn't seem to, to generate chunk plays, um, no matter who's behind center, I'm worried about ruining him for the sake of this season. And, uh, what say you? Well, what did the Jets have? What did they have? Three sacks? The defense? Uh, yeah, they had they had three sacks on Trubisky, none on Pickett. I don't know that the defense was playing lights out. Um, I know Bisky didn't have a great performance, but um, I mean he did have the tip ball that resulted in an interception. Yeah, that's it. Um, and that's it. But then again, he threw no touchdowns. But neither did Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett had a short field, was able to run one of those touchdowns in. Um, you know, he didn't light the world on fire either. I agree with you. I think the the overwhelming uh, idea is that it's the spark, quote-unquote, I'm doing air quotes, the spark that the offense needs. Um, his intangibles, I think, are what people are talking about. Um, everybody that I spoke to said, oh, you could see a difference in the offense. They played better. I don't know about all of that either. I will say that the uh, hookups between him and um, Pickens was uh, substantial. Six receptions, 102 yards, an average of 17 yards. Um, that's, that's a big deal. Friermuth, seven receptions, 85 yards, an average of 12.1 yards. That's a big deal. Deontay Johnson, two for 11. I think the guy really needs to get his head out of his ass. Um, he had a costly penalty by uh, an illegal shift or something like that. He had a tipped ball that he should have caught that went for an interception um, and a big drop. So uh, that's what I was actually just saying to this to somebody uh, online that we have a wide receivers room that are is full of young guys, talented guys, but undisciplined guys. There is no veteran in the receivers room to kind of lead these guys. And you can see it. You can see it in their play. They are undisciplined. They're a bit immature. Um, they pout a lot. It's 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 that kind of thing. And they did Bisky no favors in that game. And they did Pickett no favors in that game either. Um, I think that's a big reason why you saw the problems with Bisky. Every week, an improvement. An improvement on the offense, an improvement on the offense. I think Najee Harris went from 20 to 50 to 70-something yards rushing. Um, the team is gelling. It's still preseason like you and I talk about. I don't know that it was the time to throw Pickett in there. I was surprised. At the same time, I got to admit, I was a little excited. Okay, let's see what this guy can do. But the game was not out of reach at that point. It wasn't like we were getting destroyed by the Jets, and we need a spark if we're going to win this game. It wasn't that situation. So I'm not sure why... They put Kenny Pickett in there, but now they got to roll with him moving forward. 
against Buffalo, which is a tough ask. Well, well, hang on. It's not just Buffalo, right? Let's cover their next six games because this will really define the season. By then, you'll have 10, 10 under your belt and you'll know who you are. They go at Bills, home to Bucks, at Dolphins, at Eagles, home to Saints, home to Bengals. That is, that is, um, I mean, short of the Dolphins, every one of those teams was a playoff team last year. And short of, you know, maybe probably just about every one of those teams is going to be a playoff team this year. I mean, the NFC sucks, so we imagine the Bucks get in. The Eagles are the best team in football right now. I'm going to say um, the Bills, um, probably the toughest test. The Bucks can be had right now. Okay. Okay. The, um, who is the next team? The, at the Dolphins. The Dolphins can be had this year. The Saints can be had this year. Bro. Um, Bro, but you, the Eagles. You haven't no, scored, you the haven't Eagles, scored more than 20 points. What, what the fuck are you doing? The Eagles <laughs> are going to be tough. Their defense is ferocious. Um, but after that, well, here's the thing about the offense right now. Pickett comes in. I do think he provides some kind of a spark to the offense. He's got a different attitude out there on the field. He seems more in command of the huddle, more in command of his position on the field. Um, he came in with absolutely no reps that week and still played pretty well. If throwing um, three picks is playing pretty well, then you got it, buddy. Well, the last one's the Hail Mary in the end zone, okay? Oh, brother. Which... You know, that's a 50-50 toss-up. That's a, that's a 50-50 toss-up. Uh, the other one was tipped out of um, Claypool's hands into a defender. And one was through um, Fryermuth's hands into the defender. That one probably shouldn't have been thrown. Um, so really, I'll give him one pick on the day. Two rushing touchdowns. I'll take it. With a full week of practice and preparation, who knows? Hey, it's going to be a good game Sunday. There's no debating that. Yeah, absolutely. I'm looking forward to it. But I, I'm not giving them four or five losses in a row just yet. Um, but, you know, we, we have yet to see what's going to happen. I don't think no, it's I... definitely a, a big enough sample size of Kenny Pickett, obviously. Um, but we will see, you know. Oh, no, by no means do I see them losing five or six games in a row. I think you're going to get a far worse fucking than that. You're, you're actually going to win probably six to eight games overall. You might sneak into the playoffs, but, again, going against that seventh seed with no real shot of playing against the heavy hitters in the AFC, you just wind up with that draft pick in the 20s again, you know? I'm going to go. I'm going to suggest that you go in the bathroom right now and slather some more desitin on that diaper rash of yours because this is sour bucks fan written all over it you want to bury my team because your team got their asses handed to them by the chiefs but i'll give you that that's fine hey i don't see I it wish, that way i wish we had potted more earlier in the season because i know you remember me saying that the bucks were going to be all defense and run this year and i could see them winning only nine games mm -hmm. do you not remember me saying that I don't know. I don't really listen to a lot of things you say, but it's possible for you good said reason. that. Yeah. For good reason. For, for good, good reason. reason. Now, I will tell you this. In our division, the Browns lost and the Ravens lost. The Bengals came back to beat the uh, Dolphins, but that was a pretty competitive game until the Bengals broke it open late. So 
division wise, yeah, we're at the bottom, but there's only one way to go from here, baby, and that's up. Let's let's get off the Bucks. Let's get off the Steelers. Um, and let's continue to recap. Anything stand out from last week's games? Yes. The absolute fucking ass-kicking that the 49ers gave the Rams. I think far and away, the 49ers are the best team in the NFC. I loved them last year. If only Jimmy G doesn't break his hands, uh, you know, they're probably playing the Bucks in the playoffs or, or they're going to the Super Bowl. Um, their defense is lights out. I have no idea. I mean, really, looking at the way they've won um, their two games this year, I know they. I, I, I'm pretty sure they lost to the Bears. That uh, they lost to the Bears in the opener. They lost to the Broncos by one when he stepped out of bounds on that safety. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm going to call that like a fluke game. I, I can't really speak to that, right? But but the the their team is complete from top to bottom. He's a phenomenal quarterback. I'm so tired of everybody saying he doesn't put up gaudy numbers. He just wins and and plays well within the system, and they have a very favorable schedule coming up. At Panthers, at Falcons, home versus the Chiefs, at the Rams, home Chargers, at Cardinals. I mean, door the Chiefs, I think they're going to be favored in every one of those games, and they currently, I want to say, lead the NFC in point differential, which you and I have talked about before. That, to me, is a big indicator of how strong your team is. And they're, uh, yeah, they're plus 25, second only to the Eagles, who are plus 44. Hmm. So as long as he can stay healthy, um, I, I think the sky's the limit. That team is stacked. Yeah, yeah, ferocious defense. They gave uh, they gave the Rams fits. Rams not looking like a Super Bowl team this year. Um, and listen, when you run up against a buzzsaw like that, this is what's going to happen. Um, so you think the 49ers are for real? What do you think about the Rams? This year, I'm Super Bowl buying. hangover, not buying I it. What? I, I'm convinced that that's some conspiracy theory shit that they went to the Super Bowl last year because their owner was suing the league. I don't think their team's that good. Um, you know, they've signed a couple of free agents. They signed Allen Robinson. He's old and over the hill. I don't like Stafford at all. Um, no, I don't like the Rams. I mean, again, look at how I'll answer this for you. There's 16 teams in each conference, and seven of them are going to get in, right? You got right. your division winner in each. So I'm going to tell you that the Eagles, the Vi the, the Eagles, the Packers, and the Bucks are three certain teams to make the playoffs. You're going to get, a, you know, a wide – Someone's got to win the West. I'm going to say San Francisco. Um, you know, that makes four. Then you have three wild cards. I don't know, the Cowboys, maybe the Vikings. And you want to tell me the Rams, you know, do the Rams get in the playoffs? Sure. But do I see them going on some fairy run like they did last year? No, their team, they, they've built a team like a shitty fantasy team where it's stars and scrubs. And uh, <laughs> I just don't like them. I can't fucking stand the Rams. They come to play the Bucks on November 6th. Um, I hope the Ram the, the Bucks beat the shit out of them in that game. They've lost them three times in a row, and that would make my year. I don't give a fuck if the Buccaneers go three and fourteen. If they can beat the Rams this year, I'm I'm in. All right. Bills Ravens. What did you think of that game? Josh Allen, one touchdown, one interception, two hundred and thirteen yards, nineteen of thirty-six. Yeah, but super impressive, right? They were down twenty to what on the road? They were down twenty nothing? Uh, 
14-3, and it looks like they were down 20-10 to 10 at one point. The defense shuts the Ravens out in the second quarter, uh, excuse me, second half, and he comes from behind to win in a, in a game where it was like pouring rain. I mean, you know, you really think about it. You go back to that Dolphin game. Milano drops that pick six. He has the issue where he can't spike the ball before the half to kick the field goal. And they lose by fucking two. They really should be 4-0. They are they are hands down the best team in football. I, I'm, I mean, I think this weekend, is it this weekend they play the Chiefs? <clears throat> this weekend? Oh, no, Raiders Chiefs. Okay, the, so it's, next, the Steelers. it's next week. It's next week, week six. They play Tales the Chiefs. Chiefs. Yeah, oh, man, on, at 4 o'clock. Holy shit, that is going to be a game. I mean... I still like, I mean, Josh Allen's numbers are crazy, but I still like Mahomes better. I feel like Mahomes can make the the extraordinary broken play like consistently, and that's like a very like unique treat. Allen just kills you with his athleticism, his arm, but when you see Mahomes spinning around and you know lobbing balls in the fucking end zone with his left hand, it's just crazy. I, I don't know how you stop him. Mahomes is more of a magician. Allen is more of a tactician, uh, a surgeon. He's his passes are great. He he rushed for seventy yards and a touchdown. Um, so he had two D, two two TDs on the day. Uh, he's definitely a great quarterback, and the defense. You know he's got a he's got an off, awesome defense. Now, in that game, who is the better running quarterback? Well, right? I because... guess it's Josh Allen, right? I mean, he he put the team on his back and he won. Um, I don't know. Did Lamar Jackson go over a hundred yards? No, they both had about the same. They had the same carries for about the same yards, eleven yeah. for seventy. I mean, yeah. I think Lamar Jackson's been better on the season overall. Um, but one hundred and forty-four yeah, passing know, yards. But he was more accurate. Twenty out of twenty-nine, as opposed to you know twenty twenty out of thirty-six. Um, his passing percentage was better, but. He did throw two picks, and so I mean, I would say it's a wash, pretty much. Uh, yeah, but you you know you also have to notice that on those twenty completions, he only gained one hundred and forty air yards. Josh Allen had over two hundred, right? So it, it, he's yeah. doing less with the ball. He's pushing the ball down the field less. I mean, it's a different kind of offense. I just, you know, I don't know the Ravens, man. Like, I, I want to believe that they're right there in that top third. But you don't lose two games the way they have. I mean, giving up huge leads in the second half. The Dolphins game, right? I think the Dolphins scored four touchdowns in the second half. And yeah. look, the Bills, the Bills scored 13 points. The Ravens couldn't get on the board in the second half of the game at home. So, I mean, I think they still have some shit to iron out, too. I mean, I think overall Josh Allen is a best, better quarterback. I think he's got better technique. I think he's working more on his game. Um, Lamar Jackson can sling the ball but it seems more he plays more of like a backyard style, you know. He's in for rising. He's running a lot more. He's trying to run a lot more. Um, but teams are, are catching on, you know, and teams are, are kind of hemming him up. And I think when the Steelers eventually play the the, the Ravens, you're going to see that he's going to have trouble getting out of the pocket. Yeah, but I think uh, yeah, that's there are some impressive teams that are, that are very fun to watch right now in this uh in the league in the afc anything else before we move ahead i think you know kudos to the cowboys for winning the three games that dak prescott has missed um 
interested to see. I know they'll say there's no QB competition here, but, you know, I mean, wins are wins, and it's uh, going to be interesting to see how they handle Dak returning. Right. Is it going to be Dak or the ginger? Cooper Rush. Yeah, I don't think they, I don't think he gets to stay starting. I mean, they're paying that guy too much money. Yeah, very true. Very true. And, you know, it's it's a, it's a different situation. Let me ask you this about when you talk about the Ravens uh, giving up leads at the end of the game, F- fatigue on defense, how much do you think it has to do with the fact that what we constantly talk about is that we're still basically in preseason? I believe this week coming up, we start the regular season, actually. Uh, with the amount of reps these guys are not getting in the, in the preseason, that they're not getting in training camp, um, the league has seemed to kind of like really, or the players, um, the players association, they've worked it out so that the players aren't really working that hard in preseason. They're not working that hard in training camp. I know the season's a, a week longer. You want to preserve these guys and you don't want them to get hurt. But now pre preseason is basically, let's see what the rookies got. We're not even going to play our starters uh, in some instances for most of the preseason. And now these guys have to get up to game speed during the regular season. So what do you think fatigue maybe on defense plays into this kind of thing? I think I think it could be something by week four, probably not. And especially in this game, can't make that argument because the Ravens had the ball for 38 of 60 minutes. So they basically played two games worth of defense and, uh, you know, lost on that. You know, right. really what I'm seeing here is they just didn't do a great job on third down. Pretty good. Six of 13 on third down. You know, a couple sacks. It just doesn't look – they ran the ball 162 yards. I mean, I, I didn't watch this game, so I can't tell you, you know, what happened. It looks – I mean, maybe the Bills scored right before the half and jumped them, you know, coming out and got a lead and just pressed them. I mean, the Ravens receivers aren't that great. I think I think they could pass well, you know, when they're winning. Um, but I'm not clear on this because if you're up 20 to 10 at the half, I mean, typically a game's not going to shake out like this. So, you know, I don't know what more to say. Yeah. Well, let's talk about what's coming up next week. We got week five. You know, we're going to start with your aforementioned Steelers. Mm-hmm. Right. And just touch on the fact that they're going to be playing. Let's see. Where? Come on, load. Wait a minute. Are the Steelers playing no one? Oh, they're playing the Bills. They're playing the, the Bills. Road. Oh, sorry. I might yeah, go I there. I might go to that, that game. Are you serious? Yeah. Interesting. Okay. It's only an well, eight-hour drive. By, we can see what happens. Buffalo's favored by 14, so that should be time well spent. Um, Listen, you know, it's yeah, just I, the same I, distance as going to Pittsburgh. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Look, you have just gonna... as good a chance of the Bills losing that game as you do of Monday coming after Tuesday next week. So, I mean, go roll the dice. Hey, listen, you know um... – I'm a fan. I have um, a lot of understanding and knowledge of the game. And uh, you're a little bit better right now. But uh, I think the Steelers have a chance. Um, Two cold-weather teams. I'm curious to see what happens on offense. The Steelers have been steadily getting better. This quarterback change could be significant. And we'll see what happens on defense. I think the defense has been playing well. Um, I'm concerned about the secondary. I'm concerned about the middle of the field. 
But um, I'm certainly going to watch this game without your um, doom and gloom attitude. You know, I'm going to go in with a positive attitude. I'm going to go in. We have a puncher's chance, and that's all we need. Hey, look, you can win that game. There's no doubt. We'll, we'll, we'll just have to see. Uh, Falcons beat the Bucks. Okay, we got that. Let me ask you a question. What about the Giants winning last week again? What is that, three in a row for the Giants? Now yeah, three and beat, one? They, they beat the Bears, right? Okay, but you still got to win the games. But, yeah, they're, hey, look, they're three and one. You're rolling up to the Packers. Um, weakened team. Uh, look, I think if the Giants can control the ground game here and keep the ball away from Aaron Rodgers, play some solid run defense, they're going to be golden. I'm I'm excited. This is on nice and early before the Bucks game, so that'll be cool. Um, it's unfortunate though because that Dolphin Jet game is one I really want to watch, and I just won't be able to. Um, and I got my fingers crossed for the Jets. I, I I've never I, I remember going to some of those playoff games when they had the Sanchise, and uh, it's just a great vibe. Jet fans are great. I, I would love to see the Jets in the playoffs again. They're such a fun team when they're good. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, what happened to Daniel Jones? I'm looking at the stats here. I didn't watch the game, but he threw for 71 yards on the day. He's got two rushing touchdowns on the day, uh, which accounted for their two scores in the first and the second uh, quarter, and then two field goals at the end of the day. Tyrod Taylor came in and completed one of three passes for 11 yards. Like, what's going on there? Yeah, so I think I think Jones sprained his ankle early, and right. then Tyrod Taylor got a concussion late. So they're going to have some no-name scrub nobody playing quarterback this week, and, you know, whatever. I mean, it, does, it just okay. uh, it puts him at a tremendous disadvantage. But, you know, hey, look, that's that's how it rolls. Hey, Saquon, 31 carries, 146 yards. That's significant. Yeah, he's the number one running back in fantasy football. I mean, that's that's a good amount of carries. No touchdowns, but okay. You know, 146 yards on the ground. That's, uh, you know, that's, that's giving your team control uh, of the clock. And um, yeah, very good. Nice, nice win over the Bears. They scored a whole 20 points against the Bears. Anyway, moving forward. Um, yeah, Giants-Packers. What else do you see coming up this week that uh, piques your interest? Um, You know, really want to just see the 49ers continue to dominate, right? If they're going to be as good as we think they are, they're going to, they should go up to Carolina and beat the snot out of the Panthers. I cannot believe how terribly Baker Mayfield's playing. He sucks. Oh, right. my God. He is just absolutely brutal. I'm going to have to tune in just to see that. You've got to watch. It is fucking bad. I've seen clips of him playing all three weeks. The Browns, the Giants, excuse me. Yeah, the Browns, the Giants. Um, I forget who they played in week three. He wound up beating them, and I saw a little bit of him playing this week against the Cardinals. Terrible. Um, now, he's 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 healthy? He's all healed now? From yeah, last guess, season? Yeah. You would imagine, there, there right? No, there are no injuries that he's actively complaining about. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Dolphins Jets could kind of be interesting. Oh, I think it I think it's very interesting. Yep. Yeah. No Tua. When you start talking about allowing basically forty percent of the conference into the playoffs, every one of these fucking games matters because all you have to do is get to eight wins and you're probably there in the last week. So can we uh, talk about this Tua thing? Because yeah, let's Jets do it. 
Jets and Dolphins seems to be a pretty interesting game, given what's been shaking out this this year in that division. Um, you had the Patriots losing last week to the Packers. Bill Belichick very upset. Patriots one and three. Um, what 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 do you think about this going on? And what do you think about Tua's injury? He is on uh, still in concussion protocol. He's not playing this week. Uh, do you think it had anything to do with the injury he suffered against the Texans uh, a couple of weeks back? Um, you know, I won't say that. I have no opinion or or see no correlation between the two. That's you know for others right I, I don't know maybe maybe not what i would tell you is that the seizure he had on the field is absolutely crazy and i i don't know if it was today um oh yeah it was today in the new york post bennett omalu the guy who was the doctor who you know will smith played him in concussion he's the guy who identified cte and and all that right <laughs> you know he put out a quote that said you suffered severe long-term permanent brain damage you seized. If you love your life, if you love your family, love your kids, it's time to gallantly walk away. Go find something else to do. So there might be something larger, you know, at play here. Maybe he never plays football again. Hmm. That's very interesting. I mean, now, watching this can... doctor watching him on the field, was it his fingers twisting up that, that caused the doctor to tell him he seized? Um, I think that's just standard signs of a of a seizure, right? When his, when when his fingers are are clipping up like that, I'm sure if you looked at his, you know, his fingers flexed in what's called a fencing response, a reaction typically associated with a concussion or other brain injury, and he remained on the field for nearly ten minutes before he's carted off and subsequently hospitalized. Yeah, so I mean, let's uh, you know, you keep going, but I'm gonna Google fencing response. Yeah, and and I will say that I've seen that kind of thing happen in MMA. Somebody gets knocked out, um, they get their lights shut off, and body your body stiffens. You know, your arms might stiffen, your legs might, as you're laying on the canvas, your leg might be sticking out or sticking straight up or something like that. Um, your arms might be crossed, but your but your muscles are tensed up. And that is what I associate with being knocked out. I am not a doctor. I have no claim to know any of this stuff other than I've seen that kind of thing happen when people get knocked out in mixed martial arts. Also on the field, we've seen people get concussed. We've seen people get knocked out after a helmet-to-helmet hit, maybe in the secondary, and one of the guys is, is stiffened up, his arms sticking straight up, whatever the case may be. So I don't know, for some reason, he was not in concussion protocol the week he was injured. And he went back into the game after that hit. I did see that. I saw the clip. I did not see the actual, um, the game. I didn't see it live, but he did. He got up, he stumbled, his knees buckled, and he kind of did a little bit of the chicken dance where he's kind of crossing his feet over the other and he's unsteady on his feet um i've seen also people get their bell rung without suffering a concussion and so um you know there could be that too apparently the doctor checked him out they let him go back in the game 
they did not put him into concussion protocol at that time. And he suffered a similar type of injury where he uh, was thrown to the ground, slung to the ground, and his head uh, went backwards and slammed into the turf. And very similar to what happened to him initially. And um, that time, his arms, his legs, his, his fingers crossed, and he was clearly unconscious. I don't know if he was unconscious when he, when he got uh, hurt the first time. Yeah, wow. So it's very, a lot of people, a lot of people think they know what's going on and they're calling on, you know, the the Dolphins organization that there's foul play going on and that there should be an investigation. And I believe that there is by the Players Association. But who did he get? I'm trying to see. Who did he get injured against? They were playing the Bills. He he got his original injury against the Bills. Yeah, so when he got hurt against the Bills, um, it didn't seem that he was unconscious, but he was definitely wobbly as he got to his feet. And he, you know, he did his knees buckled. Um, But the coach apparently said it was a back injury, an ankle injury, um, which I guess, listen, I've had back problems before, and and I've I've buckled my knees with a back injury. Um, So I don't really know. I can't really speak on it, but I don't think one had to do with the other either. What What did you find? What did you goog? Did you goog anything? Uh, I was just looking up the, the scale they use, and it's just hard to know. I mean, um, it looked like he took a pretty crazy shot, but it's it's definitely hard to know how severe it is. Sure, and if you lose consciousness, there's more of a chance you had a concussion. If you do not... Um, it's not a guarantee that you have a concussion. Then, of course, they look in their eyes with the lights, and they have a number of tests that they do in the in the tent, or they bring them back into the locker room, and they go through a series of tests designed to determine whether or not a player has suffered a concussion. And this is the protocol that the NFL has put in place over the last few years. I don't know how many years. Um, when CTE and concussions really became a concern uh, throughout the league. And the NFL did something about it. You know, they felt they had to do something about it. Whether or not you believe they covered up concussions and CTE for, for years before that, I don't really know. I can't speak to it. But I can't imagine a team or the NFL putting themselves in a position where they would blow off um, these protocols and make to a play. Yeah, no, you're do right. You, do you think that there's an a, an instance where maybe Tua was like, no, I feel fine. He wants to get back in there. He doesn't want to lose his position. He doesn't want to be out. Um, he's on a roll. He's playing well. He's winning games. You know, is that a possibility? I think so. Oh, certainly. I think so. You know, I think so. I th- um, You know, maybe he just didn't really have a concussion in the Bills game. I, you know, I don't know. I will I, I'm I'm certain that these guys are competitors and they want to play. Right. But I just feel like, you know, so much has been learned over time um, that they know the risk of this and wouldn't want to do it, you know? Right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. It could be catastrophic. I mean, there could be a lot of shit that goes down. Obviously, to his health and safety should be the number one concern. And I, and I really do believe it is. 
Um, I'm not a big fan of the NFL for the most part, the way they do business. And, you know, they have their motives, but, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't think it's something that, that would really turn up to be a conspiracy in this situation. Yeah, I don't disagree. So I think that's going to be a great game. Dolphins, Jets, um, very interesting, like we said before. Steelers, Bills, of course, I will be watching with tequila in hand, probably some uh, maybe pineapple, mango juice, a little lime juice, a little simple syrup, and I'm going to be downing those probably all day. Um, What else? What else you got going on? Uh, Nothing. All is status quo. The weather has turned here. Um... You know, in Tampa, we do have another disturbance that is formed in the uh, in the Atlantic. So that's something. Oh, you don't mean the you don't mean the Chiefs Bucks game? Okay. No, no, that, that disturbance in the force. Hurricane Chiefs has left. That um, shit, that miss, that Ian piece of shit is dumping rain on us up here in the Northeast all week long. In New York, it's just raining, glooming, cold. It's disgusting up here right now. Well, it's disgusting there all the time. It just happens to be raining, is what you're saying. That's your opinion, bro. Uh, you were, I actually you were just saying that, you were saying that <laughs> opinion too. <laughs> I, I love it here, man. But it's it's cold now. I've had to put the heat on. I put the heat on last night for the first time. I was like, it is damn chilly in here. Um, yeah, and I had to put a, 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 sp- a small space heater in one of my teaching rooms in one of my schools because, uh, of course, the heat's out in the building again, same as last year. But anyway, at least it's not that cold yet. Now it's time to pull the ACs and uh, and lock everything down for the cold weather. Yeah, I mean, um, offer always stands. If you ever want to escape, you're welcome to come here. Oh, I'll be down there. I'm going to be down there around the holidays. I think I'm coming down there around Christmas time. Okay, yeah, cool. Um, Bengals-Ravens, Sunday night game. That should be a good one. Especially for, uh, you know, for my rooting interests, we got Chiefs Raiders Monday night. The um, one one last thing I actually want to talk about Thursday night football. I know you don't watch anyway, but let's say the Bucks were playing Thursday night, away game. You weren't going, um, and you don't have Amazon Prime. Are you a disgruntled fan? Sure, sure. I think that's going to bother anybody, but I I mean, I don't even know anyone that doesn't have Amazon Prime. Maybe. Now, I know when they had exclusive um, Thursday night games on the NFL Network, they would also play the games on the local shitty Channel 11 here in New York. Um, but it was really, it was kind of odd for me to come home Thursday night, want to flip on the game, and go through my channels and not find it on ESPN, not find it on uh, on on whatever NFL Network, and and remember, oh, I have to now go to Amazon Prime. Not everybody has it. I know it's a popular streaming service, but not everybody has it. I I just think it's I think it's bullshit to now start to divide your games. You were telling me about baseball, how they're doing that with baseball now. Yeah, they uh, they they put some of the games on Peacock or something, and you can't and you can't get that, you know, like or something like that. Yeah, Peacock is from NBC, of course, because they're 
logo is a peacock. I've heard some refer to it as the cock. I don't know. It's 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 a bad name. It's a bad look. Um, I only have it to watch wrestling because you get free pay-per-views. Or, I'm sorry, premium live events on the cock. So, I'll watch that. <laughs> but But it's got a lot of, like, older programming and stuff like that. It's kind of a weird channel. And for them to have exclusive baseball, I think, is strange. Yeah, it's weird. It's definitely weird. I mean, if I have, I wonder if that affects Sunday Ticket. Well, Sunday Ticket, you don't get Thursday night games on Sunday Ticket, right? You don't get Sunday night games, no. Monday night games, or Thursday night game on Sunday Ticket. No, the thing, the Sunday Ticket, you'll also be, you'll also be blocked out if it's in your local area. Yes, that was the other thing, right? Because I en- ended up having to watch Jet Steelers um, with what's his name and what's his name. Which were, it was just unlistenable. I kind of had the uh, Sirius XM Pittsburgh feed synced up with my television perfectly. But I couldn't listen to those guys either. I really couldn't. So I went just back to the game. Oh, it's tough. Because I wanted to hear, of course, the game sounds and stuff on my on my big uh, surround sound system. And uh, it just wasn't the same trying to listen to the Sirius XM broadcast, but it's tough, man. It's a tough listen. I'm going to, uh, I, sometimes I'll shut down my center channel and just, uh, hear the game sounds and just make, make my own opinions. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh yeah. I listen to the games on silent if I'm watching on TV. Still do. Yeah. That's, uh, that's crazy. But anyway, anything else that you have going on that you want to add I know you're upset about these uh, these reports about Gazelle and Tommy possibly uh, retaining divorce lawyers. I know that upsets you. Um, uh, no, no. I think, uh, you know, just looking on to week five, um, you know, and, and again, another week of good games. Everything's been great so far. I think, uh, you know, another two, three weeks, we'll really have a lot to talk about. Yeah. We're just getting out of the preseason. Um you know, and and I'm uh, I'm still developing what I think will be uh, you know the narrative for the rest of the year. Yes, yes, and I'm looking forward to hearing that and discussing that with you in the coming weeks. How do you think the kids are handling this? Do you think they know anything about it? Do you think that maybe <laughs> oh, Gazelle and Tommy are <laughs> keeping it from the kids now? But now it's out in the news, so I'm sure the kids in school are going to be bringing it up to their children. Like, how do you think they're dealing with this? Oh, I'm sure they're just fine, you know? I mean, Tommy's a leader in the locker room. Do you think he sat the kids down and said, listen, we're going to have a players-only meeting. Your mom's not going to be here. Let's, let's We're going to talk about what's going on, the state of the union, if you will. I mean, I could see him doing that, no? Possibly. Yeah, I mean, you, I, I wouldn't know. Or yeah, did maybe, maybe he, bring, he brought in Arians as a consultant and uh, had him talk to the kids. What do you think? I doubt Arians, but uh, possibly somebody, maybe he had Belichick come in and talk to him. <laughs> I think he would really, really handle that well. Like, I think he would know just what to say to those kids. Oh, yeah. You know, whatever, what, um, whatever you know, speech he's given in the locker room, no matter how many times, I'm sure he could give, uh, give it to those guys, you know, for sure. What are, what are their names again? I don't know his kids' names. 
Are you serious? Well, why would I know that? <laughs> why wouldn't you know it? You have a shirt with his face on it. You're probably wearing it right now. Why wouldn't you know that? <laughs> oh my God, you're crazy. Um, on that note, it has been real. And, uh, you know, we'll do this again soon. Yeah, man. Always a pleasure. And uh, we'll talk next week. Have you ever noticed when they talk to football insiders or guys that former GMs and stuff like that, um, they all call him Tommy? Do you ever notice that? No, no. They all seem to call him Tommy. You've been listening to Uncle Mark's Football Show with Justin. You can get us anywhere you find your podcasts. Please give us a like, subscribe, and check us out week in and week out. Thanks again for listening.